Hello, Maxes, and welcome to your favorite show. I am Ayman. I am Hussein, and today we are going to dive into some real conversation about digital marketing to provide you with the right theoretical and practical knowledge to go through all the skills and enhance your skills. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Digital Berries. In our daily life, we need a lot of tools. For example, a doctor needs some tools in order to do the surgery and the builder need some tools in order to build your house. Also, the students need, your, need a pen or a ruler in order, in order to write and study. And also when it comes to building a presence online, you need some tools and today we brought to you some tools that you need in order for you to be present online and to build the things that you imagine and put them into real life. Today we're going to talk a little bit about those and explain it to you and give you some examples to simplify the thing a little bit more for you. So welcome Hussein to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. So as Amy said, those tools can ease our work and make it more smooth. And in order to that, you have to sometimes know what's this tool exactly and how to use this tool in order to achieve your results. So today we will try to define some tools and give some functions of some of them in order to create or to well illustrate the image for you. Yeah, exactly. So one of the tools that you really need and uh, one of the tools that starts your journey online is a hosting. So you will hear a lot of hosting and uh, you get, you're going to need to host many different things. So let's start by defining what does it mean hosting something. Hosting something is storing something, storing the, the data or storing the images on a server or a, on a computer. Like I said, the first thing that we're going to introduce to you is a hosting provider. So what is a hosting provider is when a company allocates some space on a web server for a website to store its files. Those files could be code or images, anything available to view online. So the, the main types of website hosting are shared hosting, dedicated hosting, and also VPS or dedicated servers. Without this, you can't make your website online. It is kind of a network that holds your site live online. So when someone tries to reach your website, this server will send the code and images to this person in order for him to receive the visuals of this website. Yes, exactly. And to make the image more simple, like the websites need uh, these uh, stores, let's say, or these hosts, in order to bring, to bring back some data, let's say, in order to display it to the, to the viewer. So let's give a simple example about that. Uh, our head or our mind is like stored to some information. And once you need this information, it, it gives it, it, give it to you directly. So once you think about it, or once you give the order to your mind to give the idea to you, it just directly give it to you. So this is it's going in the same concept. So 
once you enter to a website and you want some uh, information, you give the you give it the order and it bring this uh, information to you and display it directly to you. So it's kind of similar to your to our mind functions. It's about storing and bringing back some information. Yeah, thank you so much for this explanation because now I think everyone knows what hosting is and how it works. And some of the benefits for hosting are, uh, yeah, yeah. And hosting can be a free service, but it isn't really recommended to start with because, yeah, you can start with this like if you want to experiment and uh, try something just to do something online. But if you want to go for a good service that it, it isn't going to crush later or going to make problems for you, there are a lot of paid options that we recommend and that we use building our presence online. For the hosting provider that we use, we use Namesheep. So Namesheep is a domain provider and a hosting provider. And uh, it is really great value for money. And it provides all the, the features that you need in order for you to make a really great presence online and uh, to make a really good space for you that is secure and uh, that has all the, the options and features that you need. The better is your host means the better is your website performing. Because, like, the movement of information between your host and your website will be faster, and that means more uh, performance and better user experience within your website. Yeah, and not only that, because if you go for a free version, they, uh, they are either limited because some feature requires some work from them, and uh, you're going to pay either ways later if you need them, or you get an inferior quality and uh, you will need to upgrade in order to get a reasonable experience with them. So I will recommend if you want to start something that's last through time and that is good and that provides you and your viewers with a good experience, I would recommend starting with uh I would recommend starting with a paid hosting provider. So like I said, we use Namesheep, but there is also SiteGround, which is another alternative that is also really great in order to host your website online. Yes. So, and make sure to find the most suitable host to your website characteristics. Like we talked before in the, in the SEO episode about that, like how to find the better host to your website or to your website characteristics in order to optimize the performance of your website. Try to find your website characteristics and then based on that, go for your host. Uh, and you can find the link of the episode in the description below. And, and now moving on to another thing, which is the domain name. So what's the website domain name? Domain name is web address people use to find your business website. Let's make the idea more clear. Let's go for cars. Each car uh, has its commercial name. For example, Kia Sportage, its commercial name is Sportage. But when it comes to the industrial name, it's kind of hard to memorize. That's why uh, companies refuse to this commercial name because it's easy to memorize and people can spell it easily. 
So this is also uh, for uh, domain names. For example, you have an e-commerce website. You can't name it an e-commerce website that sells clothes or something like that. You have to find the name, for example, AliExpress. It's a huge e-commerce website. We can't say an e-commerce website for everything. Its name is AliExpress, and it's easy to find, and it's easy to navigate. So this is basically the function of domain names. And the importance of domain names that it can add credibility to your website and also build your brand. Because when we say AliExpress comes directly to our mind, the huge Chinese e-commerce website. And that one of the powerful points of domain names. Another thing that domain name, especially if you have an easy to spell domain name, it's easy to find your website, which can bring you more traffic and also contribute to build your brand. And there are some websites you can use in order to find a domain name to your website. For example, there is GoDaddy, which is the leader of domain names. Like you can enter to the website and type the name that you want to buy, and it will tell you if it is available or not. And also there are some options in GoDaddy when you can enter and uh, write the name of the domain that you want, and you will find some people who are bidding about some, some domains, so you can uh, participate in these auctions as well. The second website is Nameship. You can, as beside giving hosts, it also provides domain name. And its primary functions, uh, in fact, is domain names. Yeah, so these are the two main domain name uh, providers that we recommend, and we will link to those two in the, the description below. So the hosting provider and the domain name registrar, the two main things that you really need in order to build a website. So with those two, just those two, you are good to go. You can start working on your website and uh, making it live online. But also you need some other things in order to build a strong and uh, more complete experience online. So one of the things that you need and that uh, we recommend that you take into consideration is a professional email plan. So it is also a hosting provider, which is uh, the third hosting that we mentioned here, which is email hosting. And it functions the same thing as other hostings. And uh, the primary feature is that it receives and sends email in a dedicated server just for you. And for example, everyone has an email that is their name gmail.com and this gmail.com is a personal email that is provided by Google. But if you have a domain name, for example, the digitalberries.com, now we have an email for this domain name, which is aimenarobatdigitalbodies.com and uh, it is more professional and uh, it is authentic and uh, no one else has it except for us and the, the team that works for the digital bodies. And so we can create as much email, professional emails that we want, but we need a hosting for that. So the hosting works as a way to send and receive data which is in form of uh, images that's included in the email and uh, the the written text that this is included and also there are some other services provided with that and the, this emails give the air of professionalism and also it provides two informations in fact when you see the, the email address 
For example, when we say aymanarobadigitalbytes.com, it gives us actually two information. The first one, that this email comes from the Digital Bodies business. And the second one, that Ayman is working in Digital Bodies. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So if you are a business that tries to be more professional and more trustable with your clients, try to use rather a business email that gives you many other tools and professional services. Yeah, you can get your professional email with your hosting provider and it is the cheapest option. So you can go for it. If you want to upgrade and go for more secure the the best experience with Google, you can check their uh, G Suite service, which costs a little bit high because it's made for companies and professionals and it has more features. And we will link to both these two in order for you to check in the show notes. Okay, so now after knowing those three things about your website, it's time to build your website. And for that, actually, there are some website builders you can use to build your website easily. If you don't have some coding experiences or coding skills, it's not a problem. Like there are some website builders that can help you in that. And today I will talk about two of them. The first one is WordPress and second one is Wix. So let's start by introducing WordPress and knowing what's WordPress. So WordPress is an open source. And what do we mean with an open source? That it's a big software when a lot of people put their, their works there and you will have access to all of those works. So like, for example, if someone built a theme within WordPress, uh, by the way, WordPress works with themes and templates. So if you want to start your website, you have to choose a template and then you can uh, customize it based on your website needs. So before choosing the templates, like there are some people who are designing a lot of templates and you have access to them since it's an open source. And this is what do we mean with an open source. And let's know some statistics about WordPress. Like WordPress is used by more than 40% of the top 10 million websites in the world. And top 10 million websites in the world, 40% of them are designed and created by WordPress, which make it powerful tool to use. And why this great use of WordPress? Because it's easy to learn and easy to use. And it doesn't require any coding skills, as I mentioned before. Once you want to build your website, you will just whether choose a template and go to add some elements and remove some others or start it by creating your own templates from scratch. Like you can add some photos, you can add some text, and you can add some videos or whatever you want. But in the other hand, if you go for coding, every element you will have to add, you have to create a code for it. So this is the difference between coding and WordPress. The second website builder is Wix. And the interesting thing about Wix is that it gives you the facility to make the website for free. And it gives you a very unique way of developing your website with different tools. Actually, these tools are very useful and you can just, with simple drag and drop, you can customize your website. You can 
drag an image and put it in the place that you want or add the text in the place that you want. It's so easy and it's so functional. And you have the freedom to choose any template and customize your website as you want. So basically it has the same principle of WordPress. So you can choose the template and then customize it. You don't need any experiences in coding to start using Wix. Also, the third thing that there is a team dedicated to help you when you are stuck in somewhere. Like there is a technique team. If you have some errors or some problems in your website, you can go and consult them in order to find the solution for your problem. So this is basically the two website builders that I recommend. And for me, I usually use WordPress because as I mentioned, it is an open source where you can find a lot of templates, a lot of design, a lot of softwares that can help you in your mission to build your website. Yeah, so like you said, both these two are beginner friendly, so they are easier to they are easy to use, simple, and uh, when you use one of them, you will directly understand uh, the way it functions and they provide a really good user experience. But here, like you said, the main differences between those is that Wix has a team behind it. Like there are some people that will help you if you are like if you have some issues with it and uh, because it is a company and it has a support team. But in WordPress, if, for example, you are stuck and you don't really understand some things on it, you are on yourself. You can hire someone who knows a little bit about WordPress, but there is no team behind it and uh, it is open source and you are on your own. This is the main difference between those. And uh, yeah, because WordPress is a really old service and really it's made its weight in the industry of websites and it is an industry on its own. It has a lot of features, it has a lot of things you can add to it and uh, you can create with it something really special, something really unique. And uh, yeah, with Wix you can create something beautiful also, but with WordPress you are free to imagine things. So those are the two that we really recommend and we will link to those in the show notes. So when building your website, like... Uh, the WordPress platform is like we call the back end. It is uh, the backstage when you go there and uh, you work on some things. But those templates that we talked about and the thing that the user of your website sees is the front end. So the front end consists of some themes that you are using in order for you to build the visuals of your website. This includes designs, colors, uh, layouts, uh, elements, anything that you want to add in order for your viewer to see is your theme or your front end. So they give the overall look and feel and style of your website. So when you go to, to a website, these are the things that you see and these are the things that you experiment and uh, work with. And uh, here you're going to find a lot of themes because like we said, WordPress is uh, an open source, so it has millions of themes. But there are some, some themes that 
they can make problem for you in the long term and there are some that uh, doesn't have a good code so be careful on that because when you put something it's really hard to start again if you are like just starting out and just experimenting it's okay but if you are building something for success go for something that is gonna uh, give you uh, good options to work with and so here there is a free option and there is a paid option so the free option is i would recommend astra because astra is a well-known trusted theme that you can use on wordpress it is for free but there is also the paid version of this but with the free version you can uh, pretty much do anything that you want if you are a beginner and it has like some functionalities that makes the websites look good and that makes the, the websites functional and all that and the paid option that i want to recommend is divi so the divi is a really good option and a really good theme that a lot of great features and it has its own builder and they call themselves the number one theme on wordpress on the world a lot of people use that so uh, if you go for this option you're gonna find yourself like with all the features that you need and so we're gonna link to those two in the show notes also yes, and if you want to know where you can find the very wide options of themes you can go for theme forest which is a website that encompass all the themes providers like you can find their dv you can find astra wherever you want just search there and you can find all the type of themes yeah yeah you can go for the for it or you can also search in the wordpress back end and you're gonna find some themes that you can install directly there so you have the the, the, the option either ways but in theme forest you're gonna find all the options organized in a more understandable way and you're gonna see the differences and you can compare between those exactly provide some sections when you can find each type of uh, themes for example e-commerce themes restaurants themes for example medical themes and so on this is the thing about the good thing about theme forest where you can navigate easily and search easily for the needed theme for your website Okay, now moving on to some softwares with diverse functionalities to add more features to your WordPress website, which are called plugins. So those plugins are dedicated to add some functionalities or to extend some existing functionalities to your website. How is that? Let's give an example about that. For example, you want to add slides to your website. Uh, you can add a plugin where it can design to you slide by just adding the photos and it provides you the, the design that you want of your slide and add it to your WordPress website easily. There are, for example, other websites for building e-commerce website like WooCommerce. So WooCommerce is a plugin that give you a various option to build your e-commerce website by, for example, adding the creating the shop or creating the store or creating your website store and adding the prices and adding the products and so on. Another plugin, which is 
Yoast. Uh, so Yoast is one of the most known plugins in WordPress. Uh, this one can help you to in your SEO strategy. It can give help you to set your main keywords, the meta descriptions, the SEO titles, and so on. And it also recommends the best practices for your uh, for good readability. So if you have uh, a blog or something like that, it can help you to optimize it in order to make it more understandable and easy to read and more digestible. And by the way, there is a point that you have to keep in your mind by adding a lot of plugins to your website that can affect your website load time. So make sure to choose only the necessary plugins to your website because those plugins are codes and, and a lot of codes in your website will slow it down and that can affect the user experience. Yes, exactly. Because those plugins, uh, you're going to find that they uh, some of them are really functional and and you're going to find yourself added more and more. And before you know it, you're going to find your website really slow and not easy to navigate. Yes, exactly. Once you start to create your website, you will know what plugins you will need. Each time you face a problem and it requires a plugin, uh, just go and search for it. There is a whole store in your in WordPress with diverse type of plugins that provide a diverse uh, number of functionalities. So once you know that you need a plugin, you just go for WordPress plugins and choose the right one that can help you to solve your problem. We talked early on about emails and we explained to you how to create a professional email and uh, what are the options for you. But also with emails, there are email service providers. The difference between email hosting providers and service providers is that the hosting provider just hosts your email and uh, receives and sends your emails. But the email service providers are technologies that, that are used for marketing purposes in order to make it easier for people to build email lists. Uh, also, they can be used to build automations for your email list. For example, each one, someone enters to your email, a series of email will send directly to them. And uh, yeah, this is the main functionality of the service provider. So they are totally separated from the email hosting provider. So the hosting is just to host your email and uh, you're going to take this email and uh, put it into a service provider in order for you to do those marketing tasks. Email marketing has become a really popular marketing channel and uh, those methods that are used in emailing are renewed and uh, has become more adequate to the modern world that we live in. And we're going to talk about emails uh, like email marketing in another episode later on but here just to simplify to you what is an email service provider for you to understand more the concept the biggest advantage of email marketing is that this channel is something that you own and something that uh, you are not limited in using if you compare it to, for example, the lists that you build, lists of followers that you build on social media, those lists are controlled by an algorithm and you can't reach them all. The algorithm 
put you in a place in order for you to reach a certain percentage of your audience. But if you have an email list, you can reach it all and you can like send an email to all of them and it's gonna be received directly without someone standing between you and your audience. So here there are two of the email providers that we're gonna recommend, which are ConvertKit, which is the one we use, and it is like it has all the features that you need. And also MailChimp also has uh, all the features that you need. So uh, you can go and see which one works best for you because they have their own free versions and their own paid versions. You can see the differences between those and see uh, the comparisons between those and that go for one that gets all the things that you need and the things that works for you. Yes, exactly. So you need to find your email provider and then adopt an email marketing strategy in order, as you mentioned, reach all the people in your email list. So now moving on to the last type of tool that you can use, which are social media tools. So basically, the social media tools are created to schedule your, uh, your content and also make monitor and uh, analyze your content as well. And there are a lot of, a lot of tools that you can use. The first one is Buffer Publish. It provides you with a lot of tools, schedule your social media content, and also uh, monitor and analyze all the performance of your strategy. Uh, the second one is one of the most known one, which is Hootsuite, where it is known as the leader of scheduling or of social media scheduling. So you can use those both in order to do this task. But lately, Facebook launched his own tool, which is a free one in order to schedule your post, which is called uh, Studio Creator. When you can create your post, schedule them. And lately, he's scheduling stories. And when we talk about stories, we'll talk about Facebook stories and Instagram stories. So this tool is dedicated for both platforms. And it's really great uh, when it comes to scheduling and also, it gives you some functionalities and options to create your content and also to track the performance of it. Uh, another tool that you can use is Lonely. So this one is dedicated for generating posts idea. When you enter to the platform, by the way, it's a paid platform. Like once you enter, you can, you can mention the type of your business and then give some descriptions about the type of post that you want and then they will directly generate some ideas to you so basically those are the tools that you can use for your social media strategy yeah and and in order for you to create those visuals for social media and to create a brand and identity and create designs for your pages and build the presence online you need all uh, you need also some other tools and those tools can be canva canva which is a free tool uh, to use and uh, it can create a lot of good visuals for beginners and it is really beginner friendly you can uh, create directly something uh, beautiful also there is 
Illustrator, which is more professional and has more functionalities and you can create whatever you want. And uh, also there are some websites in order for you to get stock images that are free to use and you can use on social media without any copyrights. So you can use Unsplash to take some photos and some images. Also, Canva has uh, a built-in feature to get images and create uh, visuals with images and all that. So try to experiment with those, try to work, to create some designs for your for your social media presence because the more you share with your audience and the more you they interact with you, the more they have more connection with your brand and the more they're gonna become part of your community. And uh, this is how you create an online presence that sticks and that's gonna be built to a, an online business in the future. Yes, exactly. So, so we hope that this set of tools uh, can help you in the future to enhance your business presence, whether to build your website, whether to manage your social media accounts, or to launch your email marketing campaigns. Try to leverage these tools by using their functionalities and features to provide better experience to your, your audiences. And with provide to you more and more techniques and strategies to build your online presence in the next episode. Make sure to subscribe to the show, whatever the platform that you use, and see you the next Thursday, same time, same place. Bye for now.